This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hi, it's Mark here and welcome to episode 28 of the Clonmel Podcast for this Friday, the 12th of March. Woo! We just escaped the Friday the 13th, didn't we? Mind you, I'm sure somewhere around the world, Saturday the 13th is unlucky. So how was your week? Funny old week weather-wise, wasn't it? Really was. We had that lovely dry weather disappear on us and this wet and windy and stormy weather descended on our lovely town. And we tried to nip out for our 5k walk during the showers, didn't we? Now, mind you, I haven't seen the ice cream van around this week. Obviously, the weather is too bad for that. Happy birthday this week to Argos, who celebrated 10 years at the Showgrand Shopping Centre. Congratulations. Love Argos. A big well done to the Clonmel Tidy Towns volunteers who were out cleaning up around the Blue Way, the Old Bridge and Dungarvan Road area of the town this week. We have some people also joining in to keep our town looking amazing. We celebrated International Women's Day this week. And also, not Clonmel related, but I'm sure everyone in Clonmel had one. What am I talking about, I hear you ask? Well, the old cassette tape, the man who invented the cassette tape, Lou Ottens from the Netherlands passed away this week he was 94, with over 100 billion copies of the cassette tape sold around the world. The tape, by the way, was invented in 1963. I mean, come on. Who remembers taping your favourite songs off the radio with your old chunky cassette player and hoping the DJ wouldn't talk all over your favourite songs? Which they did. Oh, and you know what day it is today? Today is, bizarrely, International Wash Your Nose Day today. Hmm... Don't we do that anyway when we wash our face? I would have thought, but then, looking closely at this... No, they actually mean washing out your nose to clear out all the germs. I don't know about you, but I do suffer from sinus, and I have to use a thing now and again called the... It's a sinus rinse. I think it's called Neil Med Sinus Rinse. Trust me, it's not a nice thing to do. So... Washing out your nose regularly, or today on Wash Your Nose Day, yeah, I think I'll give that one a miss. In the meantime, happy Wash Your Nose Day today. Hmm. Okay, what's coming up on this week's Clonmel podcast? I take a trip to the wonderful White Memorial Theatre and speak to Dermot Vaughan from the St Mary's Choral Society about the history of this amazing building, the shows that went on there, and also... Is it haunted? Come on, we want to know that, right? Yeah? We'll find out. I also announced the winner of our A&E Jewelers at the Showground Shopping Centre competition. It could be you. Moscow Music Store have a brilliant online event for St. Patrick's Day. I've got the details here on the podcast. I speak to Killian Fitzgerald from the high school. I've also got some jobs on offer for you. And a whole lot more, all coming up. The Clumbell Podcast. This is a great idea with St. Patrick's Day around the corner and again, very different this year, our friends at Musco Music Store are having a live music online event at 9pm on St. Patrick's Night. There'll be a whole host of local talent performing, including Paul Walsh from Roy Seven, Eve Whelan, the Wayhays two-piece, Jody Cunningham and lots more. This is a free music event and will be broadcast on their Facebook page, Musco Music Store. Looking forward to that. Now, looking for a job? Like working with horses? This could be the one for you. 
Greg Broderick Ballypatrick Stables are hiring. They're looking for two grooms to join their team. Accommodation and good conditions available. Contact Ashley Skillen on this number if you're interested. It's 087 642 1016. That's 087 642 1016 for more details. Uber Eats are launching in Clonmel on the 25th of this month, and you can become a self employed courier with the company on your car, motorbike, or even bicycle. You must be over 18 years old, have a valid driving license. Well, not for the bike, obviously. Get more details on the Uber Eats launch Facebook page. Apple Green Service Station in Moon Gareth are looking for someone to work part time in their deli. You can drop in your CV to them if you're interested. And Lana Asian Street Food in Gladstone Street, oh, love their food, are looking for a kitchen porter. Likewise, just drop in your CV if that job is for you. It's Mother's Day this coming Sunday. Hotel Manila are doing a Mother's Day takeaway lunch with lots of delicious food to choose from. And why not check out their Mother's Day hamper packed full of gorgeous Manila treats? You can find out more on the Hotel Manila and Leisure Centre Facebook page. Raheen House Hotel also had a Mother's Day takeaway lunch. That has now sold out by popular demand, just in case you were thinking of ordering. The Clonmel Park Hotel were also doing a Mother's Day takeaway lunch, but orders had to be in by 3pm today. But what they do have are some amazing Mother's Day gifts to keep your mum very happy, from afternoon teas to eco-spa gift vouchers and lots more. Check out their Facebook page for more details. Clonmel Park Conference Leisure and Spa Hotel. If you're looking to have a good old clear-out, Clawmill Waste Disposal have handy skip bags that you can buy. They can hold up to one tonne in weight, which, let's face it, is quite a lot. You buy the bag, fill it up, and Clawmill Waste Disposal will collect it from you. More details on the Clawmill Waste Disposal Facebook page. Now, Killian Fitzgerald is a transition year student at the high school in town and has been tasked with setting up and running a mini company. So here he is having a chat with me about it. Um, well, this year we were tasked with um, setting up a mini company for the student enterprise program. Um, and I decided to set up a, a staycation guide called Ireland's Best. And um, it's kind of a guide to where to go in Ireland um, for each county. It's got a list of where to stay, um, where to eat, what to do, and um, walks to go on. And there's also a memory book. So you can like take pictures and record what you did so that you'll always remember those memories you made on holiday. This is a great idea because hopefully the country will be opened up and we will be able to travel around and have our staycations. Yes, that's exactly how I kind of came up with it. I was stuck last year when we were tasked with to do it because we were in, still in the middle of a pandemic and lockdown was happening a month after. So I kind of had to design it around what was happening. And I felt what I knew the pandemic wasn't going to be gone for in a good while. So I was like, what could I do? And that's how I came up with my idea because I knew it would um, benefit the people of Ireland. I also like the idea of the memory book. Yeah, I always, from a young age, I just love travelling. And then I always loved the idea of like trying to go to every county. So like the book is kind of like a checklist even because kind of, you remember it then with going to each county. You have all your memories, your pictures and what you did and stuff. That's a really good idea. Now, you've also been picked to represent your school in the Tipperary County Final. Yes. Um, last December I got through along with my friend in school and he is representing himself but I have my own company so we'll both be going through and it'll be a live online final on the 19th of March and I believe if you get through this you'll then go on to represent Tipperary in the national final 
Yes, I will. I'm in the senior category, so I'll be the only one representing Perry against all the other 31 um, counties. And do we know how this works? Is it a voting process where people can actually go online and vote for you? Um, no, it's actually the judges, right. and they will um, interview each county, each um, company, and then they'll have a list of topics and marks, and then they'll give an overall um, score, and then whoever gets the highest wins. And can we support you on this, though, in any way? Um, yes, you can support me by following any of my social medias online, or you can um, also purchase them um, through DMing me on my social media. Killian, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. The very best of luck with your idea. I love that Thanks idea. So I think it's a, I think it's a winner myself, Killian. And Thanks so much. <laughs> hopefully, we'll see you in the final and winning it as well. Please God, <laughs> Killian, the best of luck to you. Look after yourself. Thanks so much. Thank you, Killian. Now, staying with schools, the Presentation Secondary School are raising money through a clothing reuse scheme and they're looking for your unwanted clothes. They will accept men's, women's and children's clean clothes, paired shoes, handbags and belts. Money raised goes to the school and local community. So please fill as many bin bags as you can and drop them off at the school reception. The Loretto Secondary School are doing a virtual 5K run on the 26th of March, which is Daffodil Day, and they'd like you to join them. Donation is €5, and all money raised goes to the Irish Cancer Society. More information on the Loretto Secondary School Clonmel Facebook page. We got a message in during the week from Clonmel Pets Lost and Found. If you're feeding feral or wild cats, why not go one step further and have them neutered as it's breeding season right now? Also, for help to trap feral cats and to avail of discount neutering, please text this number to receive a return call. The number is 089 254 6320, and that's text only, please. You can now drop into Seesaw at 24 William Street on Wednesday mornings between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. This extra service is for anyone having a hard time right now, feeling anxious, isolated, lonely, or not coping too well. You can also call this number 05261 72477. That's 05261 72477. Seesaw also have a call or text support service available. It's on Friday and Sunday evenings from 6pm to 9pm where you can call or text for a confidential chat and that number is 087 17 Okay, time to announce the winner of our A&E Jewelers competition at the Showground Shopping Centre. And thank you to all of you who entered the competition. Right, here we go. Drum roll, please. Thank you. The winner is... You, Sandra Bates in Clonmel. That's Sandra Bates in Clonmel. That 50-euro voucher for A&E Jewelers at the Showground Shopping Centre for Mother's Day is on its way to you time for this week's interview and I took a visit to the gorgeous White Memorial Theatre and had a chat with Dermot Vaughan from the St Mary's Choral Society. The Clumbell Podcast. I've made my way to the fabulous White Memorial Theatre on a dark Thursday evening here in March and I'm speaking to Chairperson Dermot Vaughan. Welcome to the Clumbell Podcast. Hi Mark and you're welcome to the White Memorial Theatre. Do you know what? It's it's something special this isn't it? It really is. Just looking around I know I believe you were about to perform a show here before covert hit what was that show it was the full monty um, we were only literally maybe three four weeks um we were just doing the final touches and then COVID struck and everything had to be stopped i noticed there's a mini car on behind the curtain on stage i had a little peep around hope you didn't mind not uh, sure how, how the hell did you get that in here uh, we took the roof off um 
<laughs> got a crane and loaded it. <laughs> no, we um, we we got the mini. We were kindly donated the mini. Um, we got it to Garden Street Car Park, and some helpful lads came along with angle grinders, and we cut it into four pieces to get it in the door and put it back together again on stage. When you say put it back together, was it welded back together or that good old duct tape? Uh, I'll have to probably take the Fifth Amendment on that one. Uh, we'll say welded. <laughs> <laughs> Such a liar. Yeah, <laughs> but tell us, I mean, tell us about this building. What does it date back to? Uh, 1843. Wow. And what was it? It was a Wesleyan chapel, um, originally Wesleyan chapel, and it was designed by a famous architect, William Tinsley. Um, to this date, we have some of his um, descendants traveling over from America and they pop in to see what their, I don't know, great, 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 granddad designed that must be nice um, though yeah it's fantastic yeah um it, it really is it was a wesleyan chapel um and then it was uh, a dance hall and then it was a storeroom for the nationalist newspaper until saint mary's bought it in 1970 1970 yeah wow i'll give you an example of the kind of history that this place has right so the back wall of the stage is actually the old walls of the town so if you were to peel back that timber that's there, you've got the, the town walls, the original town walls are there. But if you go down along through the prop, props room and into what we call the, the men's dressing room, there's a, a small little stone structure that was covered over for years um, in the corner. And that's actually a, a freshwater well. Really? Yeah, so it's, it's part of our building, it's there. It's, it's filled to the top. Uh, with rubble and stuff but if you dug down far enough you get fresh water and what that was there for was for siege times so the townspeople mm. could could get access to water um, and, and that's the kind of history you just you don't have in places you know Tell us about some of the shows that have taken place here over the oh, years Absolutely yeah we've put on some great productions here we've never um, we've never shied away it's small theatre it's a really small stage but we've put on some huge productions and big, big shows like Jesus Christ Superstar, uh, Sweeney Todd, um, numerous, Classics. numerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. West Side Story. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Full Monty was due to be our 126th production, um, but other groups used it as well. You have um, On Your Toes used it, Creative Minds, Bellevue, to name a few. Lots, lots of groups used the theatre. I mean, looking around here as well, what's the capacity of... I'm trying to describe it to people, say, who wouldn't, who wouldn't have been here before. The capacity, it's small. Mm. It's uh, 220. There's a balcony upstairs. Um, but what you get a lot of is, even though it is small and it's an old building, a lot of people who perform here, they all come back and they say the same thing. It's just the atmosphere. There's a certain atmosphere in the place that I don't think you can get with a, a modern theatre. Um, yeah, it needs a bit of tender love and care, but we're in the process of trying to do that at the moment. Um, but there is definitely a great atmosphere here and it's a fantastic place to perform. It's in a lovely location too. Yes, it is. Wolftown Street is Wolftown yeah. Street, and it's right at the end, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, we have the graveyard next door. St Mary's Old Church yeah, there yeah. as well. Yeah, you know? it's fantastic. And what about yourself appearing in shows? Uh, yeah, I've been known to be in one or two. Um, yeah, I love it, um, but... It, it was kind of bred into me. My own father would have been uh, um, a long-standing member of St Mary's and he would have treaded the boards as well and built the scenery and stuff. He actually 
himself and uh, who was known as the chief, uh, Eddie Sweetman, they dug our dressing room out um, with a pick and a shovel and a wheelbarrow. Really? Um, so the history and the connection between St. Mary's and say my family goes back a, a good way. Can I ask, when you said they, they dug out the dressing rooms, did they find anything? Possibly. Um, but Old building, going back to the... Yeah. 1800s yeah um, beside the old church I'm sure let's just say if they did find something they found a new place for it so they did find something down there possibly yeah okay possibly possibly okay (laughs) possibly while we're on the subject I gather you've been working here alone at night sometimes or or would you not work alone here Uh, I I what I'm getting at is... Yeah, I know what you're getting at. What I'm getting at is, have you ever felt or seen something spooky yes. in the building? Yes, I have. Um, and many people have. Um, it's a known fact to most of our members that we have a resident ghost. Um, and he's affectionately referred to as Charlie. Right? That's, that's, we Charlie. don't know, was that his name or was that not his name? Um, but yeah, there's been numerous sightings down through the years. Um, of Charlie, uh, mainly in the balcony, um, but sometimes backstage areas you, you might catch a glimpse of something. What does Charlie look like? Charlie, I, most people just see a cloak, um, a long cloak, a long black cloak. Um, tall, short? As tall. In him. Tall. Tall. Um, I, I can tell you my, my own experience would be I have seen, heard a lot of little bits and pieces happening, um, but I, uh, on a couple of occasions, I might turn a corner in the building and I'll see a, a, a dark cloak walking out of the room ahead of me. Um, I know I sound like a bit of a nut now at the moment. No, we've had the Halloween special on the Clomwell podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I, love hearing, I love hearing stories like this. Yeah. I, I really do. Does the, like most people, a lot of people will tell you, it's a load of rubbish, but people who spend a lot of time here, they know that there's definitely, there's, there's something here. Now, be it an energy or, or what, but there's definitely something here. Is there a certain part of the theatre where you might feel a presence or might see an apparition of something here? Yeah, the balcony. The balcony? Yeah. Really? Um... And I know of, of one member who was standing in, in uh, we have a little area and we call it the caboose, uh, waiting to go on. And That's voice, off to the side of the stage? Yeah, that's that right? off to the side of the stage. And somebody asked her uh, how she was. Just, she just heard, how are you? And turned around and there was nobody there. So nobody. before this person's about to go on stage, yeah. they will ask, how are you? How are you? And then there was, no, there was nobody there? Nobody. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and did that person go on stage okay? <laughs> Because I know I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a bit of a fright. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know my own dad, uh, and dad, dad would have been a fairly straight-shooting guy and not afraid of anything, but there was a day he was building a set here, and whatever he saw, he never spoke about it, but he downed tools, left the building immediately, and went to Liam Daly's to have a nice stiff drink. Wow. Um, and he, ne- he wouldn't speak about what... what Accord, but definitely, it, I, I, I know a few people who've been in here working and they'll hear or see something. 
There's and a light just came on the, beside yeah, us as we're talking about this. Um, that's a light we put in, and it's it's <laughs> motion sensor light. Oh, thank God. And nothing moved near it, and it just turns itself on. And that'll happen a That happens more quite a lot in the theatre? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. I think I'll have to come back and do a Halloween special here as you well. Should. because And this would be the perfect place to do it, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Around Halloween time? Yeah, I think you should. We must explain as well, um, you're not government-funded or nothing like that, are you? No. We're not. Um, we, How do you survive here? We rely on, on um, fundraising um, and we make, make a tiny amount of money from the shows we put on. How many shows a year before pre-COVID would you be putting we on? Two. We would, our main show um, in, in the summer and uh, we do a panto at Christmas too. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, Sorry, yes, I just couldn't hey, resist. he's behind I you. really couldn't resist doing that. That's so bad. I just have a slap for that. I'm sorry, Dermot. Yeah, yeah. But go on. Um, yeah, we do a panto, um, and that generates a bit of funding for us. But a lot of that funding is is used for our summer show and and the the, the upkeep of the building. Um, so we we have always been on a, a shoestring, um, but since COVID, uh, we're yeah we're we're struggling like a lot of societies. We are struggling. Um, every month. Uh, I gather there's bills still bills to be, to be paid. Have to be paid. The law will be there. Um, but we have zero income. So we're relying on our committee to come up with ideas to fundraise. Um, and we rely on the likes of GoFundMe pages, um, which we've used in the past. And the people of Clamel and Carrick and Shore have been very, very generous, um, all the surrounding areas. So they've really kept us alive. Um, but I suppose we're getting to the end of our kitty again, so we, we have to look into some more fundraising ideas. Um, so I suppose watch, watch this space. Please let me know on the podcast if you are coming yep. up with any ideas, because I'd love to promote it. This is a lovely old building, you know, and it's lovely having the Choral Society here performing yep. twice a year. I know not at the moment you can't do that. No. But it would be a shame for something to happen that it couldn't continue. It, it'd be a great shame. Um, look, I suppose there's a lot of societies up and down the country who are in a similar position to us. Um, but we just have to, I suppose, do our best. Not, I suppose, not for us. I, I was thinking about it the other night and, and the, the, the White Memorial and St. Mary's Court Society isn't really ours. It's not nothing for us at all it's it's really we're caretakers for future generations for for young kids now who may grow up to tread the boards up here yeah. like like we all did yeah so i i think it's vitally important that that we do whatever we we have to to keep this place alive because it, it's very easy for those doors to close and just not open again i think it'd be a catastrophe for this to happen it's and i hope it doesn't Happen. It's the only functioning theatre in Clonmel at the moment. Um, we, we had the Regal, uh, but that's a furniture shop and a pet shop. Now, we, mm. it, it's, it's literally the only theatre in Clonmel. Now, it does need, I suppose, a bit of tender love and care, um, but it is getting, getting there. We, we are working on, on sections of it. We've completely did the emergency exit out here and made it um, wheelchair accessible, which it wasn't. We used to have to lift maybe a chair up a step, which is not great. Um, so we, we felt that that was very important to do. So that's, that 
side passage, as we call it, that's rebuilt completely new roof. There's that light gone off again for you. Getting a chill down the back of my spine now. Yeah. So I'm standing um, right beside it as well. Yeah. I'm waiting for Charlie to pop out and tap I, me on the shoulder. He's been known to come out that door. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I think, I think it was Dennis O'Sullivan. Uh, I know told, Dennis. Told, told me a story about coming in here. Yeah. And he was down in the dress rooms and he was leaving the, the theatre and he forgot something. Turned around and was standing just about where you are right now. Right. And uh, he only described it as a figure just walked out of the two doors that you're standing right next to and passed through him. Oh my God, yeah. I swear so, to God I'm getting a serious chill. There now. Thank you, Dermot, thank you so much <laughs> for that. Um, is there, just say there's people listening right now or businesses in town who would like to make a donation towards the White Memorial, um, St Mary's, could they maybe contact someone or is there a, a, a social media page they can we maybe have make a, contact We have with? a Facebook page and by all means they could <laughs> donate I know times us. are tough as well for them. Times but are tough might for be... them as well. Um, I suppose... Just keeping an eye on the on the Facebook page, and and we we will have fundraisers coming up, and and if people do want to donate, yes, they they can. Um, Who would they contact? They would contact me. Um, they could contact uh, Michelle Smith, the, the secretary. Is there maybe an email address or way yeah, of contacting we, you? We have an email address that uh, anybody who wanted to donate could contact. That's smcs secretary seventeen at gmail dot com. Because it would be, you know, like I said before, a shame for anything to happen to this beautiful old building. Yeah. And of course, the St Mary's Corn Society. And let's face it, there's a lot of people from town in Clonmel who over the years have been in the Corn yes, Society, is, yeah, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you go back the years. Um, do you go back? You know, Timmy O'Dwyer is, is still involved. Who? Timmy O'Dwyer. <laughs> Delilah, come <laughs> yeah, on. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah, we know Timmy. How do you know if he hears this? <laughs> Timmy is one of our, our most esteemed members. Um, yeah. Uh, Timmy, Timmy is a bit of a legend in St Mary's Cordell Society, um, and I, I mean that with the highest amount of affection. Lovely man. Yeah, absolutely lovely gentleman. Um, yeah, Timmy's been in, I'd say, pretty much every show. So we've had many a name. We've had a few famous people. Um, well, famous enough. Mm. Um, we've had Frank Patterson, uh, wow. Beverly Jones, the director, mm. uh, Monica Cullen, soprano. Um, and over the years, we've had a lot of well-known people from Clonmel um, doing their stuff on stage. We've had uh, the likes of Colin Fennessy, Colin Tom is. Hogan. Uh, Tom was a great tenor. Um, Sheila Cairns, a soprano. Jim Shea, great comedian. Uh, my own dad, uh, Michael Vaughan, and to name but a few. And finally, if people do want to join the St Mary's Call Society, are you taking new members? And how would they go about joining? Always taking new members. Um, just basically keep an eye on the Facebook page um, and anytime we are doing a new production we will announce it in the newspaper um, so there's no there's no registration or anything just pop down um, come down to our rehearsals we'll, we'll usually put an announcement in the paper um, letting people know when the, the first rehearsal is Do you have to have a certain talent? No, none Not at all so I'm a, I'm a terrible singer. I can't sing. You're more than welcome. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> just, just a love for friendship and music yeah. and drama. That's yeah. essentially it. Yeah. You make friends for life. I have to say thank you to Michelle, who's been here uh, coaxing Dermot for yeah. this whole interview yeah. as well with various hands. <laughs> Do you know what? It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Dermot Vaughan 
And the lights come on again. A chairperson yeah. no, no, of St Mary's Choral Society. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here on this Thursday night and look at this fabulous old building steeped in history here in Clonmel. Thank you so much. Thanks a million. And thank you, Charlie, wherever you are. He's behind. <laughs> the Clonmel Podcast. Thank you, Dermot, and looking forward to coming back to the White Memorial Theatre to record a piece for the Halloween special this year. On the stroke of midnight, doing a walkthrough of the theatre. Can't wait. Also, I can't wait for this. Coming next week, how did a 1970s glam rock star's car, which was a pink Rolls Royce, end up in Clonmel? Here's Patricia Kelly. I mean, he was very famous in those days. I don't think many young people know him today because he died very young. He was missed. He was a very big star. More on this next week on the Clonmel Podcast. In the meantime, look after one another and stay safe. If you'd like to contact the Clonmel Podcast, you can do so by emailing theclonmelpodcast at gmail.com. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also on the website www.theclonmelpodcast.com. Until next week, to all the mums, including my own and Father Matthew Terrace, have a happy Mother's Day. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast.